Hello and welcome to the Pactum. And on today's episode, we are talking about matters of first importance. So, you know, it's going to be good. And this is going to be a super duper important episode, right? <laughs> Therefore, stay tuned. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to and this. Now we talk about the miscellaneous things before we talk about the most important things, because right. some people I've been told tune in because of the miscellaneous. They do. I believe it. I think it's that, my favorite that part. That is just a shame. And you shouldn't <laughs> say that. I met two Pactum listeners at church on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was kind of fun. It's, you know, I'm thankful for all listeners, even if I don't ever meet them or if yes, I never meet yep. them at church. But it's kind of special when you meet someone and they say, I listen to the Pactum and That's this fun. is my first time I've ever been here. That's cool. So that was cool. Met one uh, new mother and she's newer to the faith. And so I marched myself right in the bookstore. Oh, yeah. And bought the, uh, picked up. I didn't buy it. Yeah, uh, sure confession. Did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big picture story Bible. Yes. And gave yes. it to her and said, you know what? This is not only for your newborn. Yeah. In fact, it's for you. For you. Yeah. So, and explain how it's, it's so nice to learn biblical theology. And so it's not just be a better Esther, be a better Daniel. Right. That, that book, even though it's a children's book is great for adults because it's redemptive, historic oh, yeah. unfolding. For sure. I think so, it's a fantastic resource. Every adult should take the time to flip through and read the big picture story Bible. And what I loved sure. is that she got it. She understood what I was talking oh, cool. about. Yeah. And, uh, Anyway, it's kind of funny though. She's listening to the Pactum and she's like brand new to the faith. And mm, that's cool. Anyhow, I said, and she's like, you know, she started at the beginning. And, okay. Uh, anyway, I said, you could skip around. Yeah, Just pick some topics around. that you might like. Do a little miscellaneous jumping yep. here and there. Uh-huh. And then I met another person who's a Pactum listener who's a longtime friend. And he told me that he loves listening to the Pactum. And that made me happy. Shout out to you, Corey Peterson. It's nice when we reconnect, and uh, it's nice when people listen to the Pactum, share the Pactum with their friends, their enemies, yeah. their frenemies. And uh, they're part of the Pactumverse with several it's listeners. It's true. Yes. It's, it's, it's cool to share cool things. Yes. And uh, things we enjoy. I, I, I'm all about it. <laughs> all right. We better get down to business, okay. Mike. Get down to brass Enough tacks. Enough of that miscellaneous stuff. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know what the brass tacks thing is. Okay. Know. Somebody will write us and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it means to get down to business. We're talking about the matters of first importance. Right. And yes. uh, that means we're talking about 1 Corinthians 15 for starters. For sure. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 3, for I delivered to you as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. First importance on today's episode, we are talking about matters of first importance, and it comes right there from that text, 1 Corinthians 15, 3. Yeah, so as we talk about the matters of first importance, we can start by saying, what is the matter of first importance? In 1 Corinthians, In 1 Corinthians 15, 15, right? What is it? It's pretty obvious. I think every Pactum listener can say it. We know, it. We know the answer. Right? I see that hand out there. I see that hand. I see that hand. <laughs> the buses will wait. Every eye closed, every head <laughs> The matter of first importance in 1 Corinthians 15, it's obvious. The matter of first importance is the gospel, yes, it right? Is. The yep. gospel is what is of first importance. He's talking about the work of Christ, the death of Christ. He goes on to talk about the resurrection of Christ. Uh, it is of first importance. Now, I do, by way of preview, want to say uh, we're not only going to talk about the gospel being of first importance. We're, we're going to talk about other things that are of primary importance, we sure. might want to say. Yeah. But we're, we are going to start here, and we're going to focus on this and then eventually... Bre uh, 
I'm trying to get my words out, Mike. It's all right. You I am a professional speaker. Get them going. It's just get hard sometimes to enunciate. So what we are going to do is talk about the gospel as a first importance, but then we're going to also talk about other doctrines hmm. that yeah. are, I think, of first importance, um, uh, at least primary importance. If you don't have these other doctrines, we don't have biblical Christianity. Sure. Yeah. But let's let's talk about the gospel first and foremost, first importance, uh, and and help people along regarding thinking through this matter of primary, first importance, vital, essential, worthy of underlining and highlighting. Right. So how can the gospel, or as we just read in 1 Corinthians 15, how can it be of first importance if everything in the Bible is God-breathed? Everything's given to us by God in the Scriptures. How can the gospel be of first importance? Is everything important? Right. This is where we say, hear what we're not saying. Right. Right. I think Dave said that last episode. Dave said that last week. Please hear me for what I'm not saying. That's right. So similarly, uh, please hear us for what we're not saying. Uh, We're not saying that everything in the Bible is of you know, unimportant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so everything in the Bible is important, yes, right? Yes. The everything. Bible is God's word. All of it's important down to the very jot and tittle, uh, if you will, to the little marks. It's all important. It's all God's word. Second Timothy three sixteen and 17. Those are true verses. They, they are packed them approved and affirmed. Yes. But it always comes after the but. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe period. Maybe we shouldn't have a but in addition to in that, addition because to. it's not in conflict. The, all important, ever so important, inspired, inerrant, infallible Bible itself declares, 1 Corinthians 15 is in the Bible last time I checked. It, it is. It yep. declares that some things, at least in that case, at least one thing yeah. is of first importance. Right. And so uh, in the Bible, the ever so important Bible, <laughs> we have things that are worthy of extra, extra, extra attention. Yes, right. I don't know if I'm saying all that stuff exactly the way I would, I would want to if I were being recorded yeah, well. and you know sent out to several listeners, but I think <laughs> it's, it's you all you are getting the idea. Right. Everything in the Bible is really important, Yes. Um, but in the Bible where everything is really important, the Bible itself the Bi- says, yeah, yeah. God himself says, the gospel is of first importance. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that for a large, uh, at least for many years, I never really thought about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I memorized First Corinthians 15 like a lot of people probably did back in the Awana program, right, back yeah. in the day. And I don't think I ever realized that, though, that says it's of first importance. It's, I, I was never it's, in Awana. Oh, really? No. I, poor, I've, sp- I've spoken at an Awana event. I, neglected child. It's true. No jewels in my <laughs> crown. No crown for oh, me. Oh, man. But, I mean, yeah, right? It's of first importance. The Bible itself says it's of first importance. So let's pay attention to that. Yep. Let's take so, note of that. And so on the episode today, we're going to talk about that in particular regarding the gospel. And then we're also going to talk about other doctrines that are vital and essential. And if we don't have them, we don't have Christianity. Right. So if the gospel is of first importance, as we're saying, as the Bible says in yep. 1 Corinthians 15, how should we respond to that? How should we react to that what what is what do we do okay time time for the implications ramifications yes. and this is where we, we 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 park the car a little bit and we we dig in and we go for the deep dive right uh, for a while so let's think in terms of all right then so what right it's a first importance therefore what should we do uh, what should we do if we're pastors what should we do if we're christians what should we do if we're church members what should we do if we're bible readers uh, what, what an important thing. And if we say things that perhaps are correctives to what you do, um, you know what? Welcome to the party. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're oh, not, sure. 
this is not aiming at anyone in particular uh, or anyone really. We're just trying to say, all right, so what? If it is of first importance, right. let's um, give this some thought. Yeah. And if giving it some thought means uh, we might have to change direction or change the way we think, awesome. Uh, so we're not trying to be scolders, in other words. No, yeah, that's not the point of this okay. at all. Right? So Encouragers. Le- let's start unpacking the ramifications, the significance. Since the gospel is of first importance, let's say, for starters, know that it is. Right. That, that is important. <laughs> right? right? It's important that we know that it's of primary importance. Yes. Uh, and again, sometimes we don't know that. And so, dear pastors who are listening, do you know that the gospel is of first importance? Mm-hmm. I hope you do, and I hope you take time to think about it. The uh, same would be true for you if you're not a pastor. Let's give it, therefore, special attention, the attention that it deserves, the focus that it deserves, that Bible that you appreciate and love and are thankful for, God's special revelation says the gospel is of first importance, right? Right. Some things are more important than other things, even though all the things are important. Yes. Yeah. So let's unpack it a little bit more. Since the gospel is of first importance, you need to know what the gospel is. Yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking about that, thinking, well, we talk about it's of first importance, but what is it? We should know what it is, right? Yep. And isn't it interesting that sometimes when you ask Christians uh, what the gospel is, they look at you like, duh, Uh and then the answer comes out, and it's a bigger duh. It's Yeah. It happens (laughs) more often than you would think it does. It does. I used to ask people in the membership classes that I would teach what the gospel is, Uh and now I just want to spare them from the embarrassment. It's... You, you, you right? feel for them in those moments. <laughs> I want to teach first <laughs> yep. and then help people give the right answer. Yeah. So I took a class one time with R.C. Sproul. Yeah, I'm name dropping. Check um, it out. Right? Uh, not Junior. This is R.C. Sproul, you know, the R.C. Sproul. The R.C. Sproul. Okay. So that was, uh, we did the niceties at the beginning. I don't know, maybe a dozen or so of us were sitting uh, sitting in the classroom and R.C. and his wife uh, were there and... Um, you know, introductions, all that stuff. And then he said, I have a question for each of you and we're going to go around the room. And the question is, you guessed it. What is the gospel? Tell me what the gospel is. Boom. And here we are, you know, doing a a doctorate of ministry class. And there were a lot of uh, different kinds of answers. Serious. There were some really good insights and some good answers. (laughs) But there were a lot of different answers. Oh, wow. Which uh, is kind of fascinating. Um, And, and maybe related to that in the class we do have at Omaha Bible Church where we are. Um, it's one of the questions we ask, but it's after we instruct. Sure, yeah. But I do like to tell people, if you can't tell us what the gospel is and the Bible says it's of first importance, uh, you probably shouldn't be a member of Omaha Bible Church. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if the most important thing in that Bible, you don't even you know, don't what, know it what it is. is right. Yeah. So we're here to help, Yep. Yep. but we better be able to say the gospel is the good news. Gospel means good news. Yep. Uh, it's a, it's an announcement word. So gospel means good news. Uh, and I tell the people in my class, if you say that, yeah, that's a passing grade right there, right? (laughs) At least you got the answer right. Yeah, right, right. There's more to say, but at least you got the answer right and you didn't say something else. Uh, it's the good news and it's the good news about the person and work of Christ. Yes. That's what the gospel is. Uh, there are a lot of other really important things that relate to the gospel, like the response to the gospel. Sure. But the gospel is the good news about Jesus. It's about the good news about who Jesus is and the good news about what Jesus has ac- accomplished. Yeah. And so let's, let's be clear on this as clear as we possibly can be. Um, and so I like to say, What's the gospel? They say good news. I say awesome, passing grade. Yep. And then let's talk about the good news about, about what? what? About yeah. what? Yeah, or yeah. about who? 
So if the gospel is of first importance, dear listeners, let's make sure that we know what it is. It's the good news about Jesus and what he has accomplished. Yeah. Now, I know every Pactum verse listener is wondering, because you didn't tell us, what did you say when Sproul uh, asked? <laughs> what did you say when it was your turn? <laughs> well, if it would have been a long time ago, I think I would have gotten the answer wrong. Sure. Um, but I said something to the effect, the gospel is, and I didn't go first, so you okay. know what? You had, like okay, you had the benefit. <laughs> but I did say the gospel is the good news regarding the person, person and work of Jesus. Okay. So something, did it. something to, right? Well done. I don't know if R.C. liked the answer, but... Um, did he respond to people? There, I, To be honest, I don't remember. Okay, all right. So okay. we are belaboring this because it is important that we make a distinction between what the gospel is yep. and what the right response to the gospel is. Yeah. And so did you notice as you were listening to Mike and I discuss this, that we didn't say faith, we didn't say belief. Mm. Um, we, yeah. did, we, we did not say that because that's the, the response to the gospel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're to believe in the Lord Jesus and we will be saved in his person and work. Yeah. Um, but we're not saying um, faith is part of the gospel. And I said that it was for a long time. And if I'm going to fall on my sword... Um, we had a missions intern, uh, named Natalie and she is a Pactum listener. So shout out to you, Natalie. Um, and well, part of her reading and research was reading a book by Graham, Graham Goldsworthy, uh, where he belabors this, hmm. the gospel is the good news about Jesus. And yes, you should believe you must believe, but that's not the gospel. That's the right response to the gospel. Sure. And yeah. I remember Natalie, um, with great humility, um, calling me out on it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, huh, you know what? I, I, I think she's right. Mm. And so I, and I know for sure people are listening and maybe you're like me and even me as a pastor, uh, not liking to, um, be humbled. Sure. Um, yeah. maybe you should read the Goldsworthy book. Yeah. I don't even know which book it is. I, I, I appreciate his writing, his book on yeah. hermeneutics. Uh, I love his book on Christian preaching. I uh, can't remember the name of uh, preach. Uh, what's it called? Uh, mm, <sighs> Something about preaching from all of scripture. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We don't need to worry about okay. it. Okay. We'll yeah. put it in the show notes. How about that? How about that? So what, you need to know what the gospel is. The gospel is not following Jesus. You should follow Jesus, but that's yep. not the gospel. Right. Right. The gospel is a, an announcement about something that has been accomplished and his name is Jesus. Uh, you can, it's uh, the gospel of salvation. Yeah. Because it's his saving work is, yep. you could talk yeah. about his work being substitutionary. Right. Sure. Um, but the right response is to believe in Jesus, to trust in Jesus. So let's have that since the God, let's move on though. Since the gospel is of first importance, uh, let's promote it like it is. Hmm. Yeah. Right. If it, if it really is of first importance, let's promote it like it's of first importance. And when things are important to us, guess what we do? Yeah. We prioritize we, them. Yeah. We talk about right. them. We do all of those kinds of things. And since those who listen to you will probably forget 90% of what you tell them, even if you teach the Bible all the time, how about making this of first importance? Yeah. Because it is. So promote it like it is. And I think that's what's going on in Philippians 1, Philippians one twenty seven and following. Yeah. Um, it, it is priority. So we need to promote it like it is priority. And likewise, we would want to defend it like it's priority number right. one. Yes, for sure. So if something's really important to us, we, we will, yes, promote it. But, but we'll defend. also, if need, to, need be, right, we'll take the gloves off. Yeah. It's a hill to die on. Uh, no, it's not just a hill to die on. Uh, we have to say it's one of the very most important hills to die on. Sure, yeah. Uh, and so when somebody's saying something is the gospel and it's not the gospel, guess what? 
Yeah. Defend the gospel. Them there's fighting words. Yeah, yeah, let's go. If if need be. Yeah. But people make mistakes and uh and thankfully people are in our lives to help us. Hopefully the Pactum episode today is helping people with this very thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, first importance, then we're gonna promote it, we're gonna defend it, we're gonna preach it like it is mm. if we're preachers. Yeah. We're gonna pray for the preachers, um, that they will if we're not preachers. Uh, and maybe too, with humility, we, we want to insist that pastors preach the gospel like it's a first importance. Pray for pastors to preach the gospel like it's a first importance because it is a first yeah, importance. It is a first importance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how about also since it's a first importance, we're um, we're going to promote things that are vital to it. So let's talk about that, Mike. What hmm. kinds of other doctrines? are gospel-level doctrines. Yeah. So if the gospel is the good news about the work of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, his yep. ascension. Yep, yep, So yep. What, what are some other matters that if we don't have them intact, we really don't have the gospel? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about these kinds of things on the Pactum all the time, but we're going to talk about things like justification, sola fide. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about imputation, active obedience of Christ, covenant works maybe, do this and live type of talk. These are all things that are vitally important to that which is first important. And if you right? survey our catalog of episodes, uh, we talk about other things that we are, are yeah. of first importance, yeah. but week in and week out, it's law gospel and the distinction between the law and the gospel and justification, sola fide by grace alone through faith alone, uh, federal headship tied to the covenant of works, uh, all of these kinds of things. And these things are on purpose. And yeah. the guests we have on, we might have theological differences with some of our guests, uh, but at the same time, we, we agree regarding the gospel, not only the gospel, but also these matters that are essential to the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And so we, let's let's promote those things also. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're promoting the gospel, and then also maybe we'll wrap things up here on this particular. Um, point of emphasis, and that would be, since the gospel's of first importance, we are going to oppose those who are against the gospel, but we're also going to oppose those who are against gospel-related doctrines. Hmm. So if people yeah. are are not on board with justification by grace alone, through faith alone, on account of Christ alone, uh, we're going to oppose them because they're, they're attacking the gospel. Right, um, yeah. Uh, and that... Well, it has to be a priority for us. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gospel matter. We know that because of Galatians chapter one. So the gospel, first importance, but also how you receive the gospel is also vital because otherwise the gospel does you no good. Right. Yeah. So let's 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 name names. Let's talk about this. Okay. This is why right. some folks tune in. So how is it? Who is it that opposes the gospel or things that are vitally related to the gospel? like justification, like um, imputation, like the act of obedience of Christ and those kinds of things. Well, I think we can start. The obvious ones are, are what, what are the obvious ones? Uh, well, different cults would be obviously one that we're opposed to, yeah, right? Be, I be, mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it, just the typical cult, you're going to say they, they're going to get something about Christ wrong. Yes, right. Uh, his yep. person or his work. Yep, yep. That's a kind of a no-brainer. And yep. so we're going to oppose them yep. because we're not really for the gospel if we're not also necessarily logically against those who are 
antagonists. Right. Yeah. We've yep. also got like uh, anti supernaturalists. Those would be on the theological left, right? I mean, those who are going to be against anything of the supernatural. Yeah. So they might say gospel and they might talk about Jesus, but they might not believe he was really raised from the right. dead. Right. Yeah. They don't really believe in things like that. We're going to oppose them and say that's not Christianity. Um, that that's you know the hundred year anniversary of the Machen book. Right. Yep. Christianity and liberalism. Right. There's yep. not liberal Christianity. There's only um, there are two different religions. They're distinct. Yeah. By liberal, by the way, we don't mean political. Right. Yep. Um, although you shouldn't try that at home either. <laughs> <laughs> we mean theological. <laughs> so by necessity, we're opposed to such people. Right. Obviously, when the Roman Catholic Church yeah. condemns and damns uh, the doctrine of justification as it is in the Bible uh, and damns things like assurance that comes from the gospel, we're going to oppose them. Right. Yeah. But maybe getting a little bit more controversial, yep, um, yep. we end up opposing, because we prioritize the gospel as first and foremost, primary, number one of first importance, when people talk about final justification by our works, mm-hmm. uh, we say, you know what, we're opposed to that, because while you might say you believe the gospel, and we're thankful for that, when it's somehow something we do in the end, and it's not all of Christ's work, we, we think that actually is a gospel matter. Yeah, right. It is. And yeah. so not really going to give any tolerance to that. Um, certain people who, you know, maybe have other doctrines, right? I don't want, I'm painting with a broad brush, um, but certain theonomists, not every theonomist, sure. thankfully, I think you can be a theonomist and be right on the gospel yep, yep. and right on justification. We're thankful for those kinds of theonomists, mm-hmm. even though yes. we're not them. Yep. But it's one reason we oppose uh, theonomy in episode 17, we have a whole episode on this, is because oftentimes people who are associated with it and even leaders, they deny the law gospel distinction. Um, uh, they end up, some of them end up denying sola fide. Hmm. Uh, those are gospel kinds of matters. And so if you're going to be a theonomist, don't be that kind, right. but yeah. it's troublesome, uh, that some of your leaders and people you look to, uh, when you dig a little bit, they weren't really friends of the gospel in right. its purity. Uh, and, and that's a problem. Yeah. So for if we're four and first and foremost, gospel is of first importance, you know what? People who tinker around with it uh, and deny essential doctrines related to it, we, we're going to stand opposed to them. Sure. Yeah. This is why, again, not all of them, but certain dispensationalists, mm-hmm. um, including the likes of John Nelson Darby, the founder or the articulator or formulator of the movement, if we want to be more precise, uh, when he wants to um, divorce righteousness from any kind of legal category, uh, and therefore he gets imputation of Christ's righteousness wrong. Well, guess what? If you, if you get imputation wrong, you're really not going to get the gospel right. Right. So it's sure. a gospel related yeah. issue, not trying to just be mean guys, but, um, if you're going to be a dispensationalist, just don't be that kind. Yeah. Um, don't be a Darby kind, um, acknowledge that righteousness has to do with adherence to law. And so Christ's righteousness credited to the believer is Christ's perfect obedience credited to the, credited to the believer. Hmm. Yeah. Federal headship is related to this as well. People who deny federal headship, that's ends up being a gospel matter. Romans chapter five. Uh, it's through Christ's work, through Christ's action, through Christ's obedience, uh, that all who will be justified are justified. Well, that that's a gospel matter. Hmm. Uh, now, I'm thankful that maybe people don't understand these things, uh, and so they're just inconsistent. And you know what? We all are inconsistent in some uh, at some level or another, and, and there's room to grow and room to learn. But it 
best, at best, if you deny federal headship, uh, you're not going to be strong on the gospel, and that's probably sure. putting it nicely. Sure, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, I suppose the list could go long. Go on. Yeah. Maybe we could say, yeah, can on when on. somebody says, oh, we, we do Lent, oh, what do you mean by that? Well, if they mean by that, we have to suffer to somehow go- gain God's favor. Uh, you know what? I, yeah. that, that sounds like a gospel-related issue. It's sure, yeah. Not yeah. a big fan, as Protestants typically haven't been. Right. Yeah. I heard it's trendy with the kids today, though. Oh, for sure, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I Mike, think I think we're being a little bit too negative here. We probably need to, yeah, we need to move to, on. To move yeah. on Let's a little think bit. of more positive things. So we mentioned earlier in the episode that uh, there are other matters, potentially, that we would say are of first importance or primary you know, importance, yep. right? So what are some of these other matters in the Bible that we would say are of at least primary importance? Yes. And so when we talk about other things that you have to have, and if you don't have them, you don't have Christianity, uh, I think we probably should start with the doctrine of God. I, you? Yes, that is the first thing I always think of. Yeah. If we don't Who have God right, God? I don't think we can have a right relationship with it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and that sounds blasphemous and sacrilegious, but I'm just trying to make the point. Yeah. Um, if, if we don't know who God is, and this is why it's been such a big deal to have uh, debates over the the nature of God and, yeah. and debates regarding the Trinity. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So we absolutely. better have the doctrine of God right, or we don't really have biblical Christianity. Yeah, exactly. And so yes. the Bible doesn't say the doctrine of God is of first importance, but maybe it doesn't need but, to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I mean, it's exactly right. It's not, if you are not talking about the same God, then, I mean, yeah, yes. it's not, it's not a shared. The Apostle Paul thing. in 1 Corinthians 15 would not say, yeah, but you can, you can have the doctrine of God wrong. Yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. At that, at that particular point, um, he's assuming yes, something. There's it's an important. assumption here that you understand who God is. Theology proper. We've got to get theology proper right yeah. uh, and say that is a, that is a primary doctrine. It's a vital doctrine. Christians can't disagree over the triune nature of God correct, yeah. uh, and still both be right or still both even be Christians. Yeah. Uh, and related to this is the doctrine of Christ, Christology, yeah. Yeah. which mm-hmm. is often tied, tied together. Yep. Um, who is Jesus? And we have to have Jesus who is divine. Yes. We have to have Jesus who is human. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I find it, inter- I find it interesting that in, in our day uh, in evangelicalism, lots of Christians don't know why he, Jesus, uh, was truly man, why he truly mm, needed yeah. to be a human yeah, yeah, being. Yeah. Hebrews 2 talks about that a bit. Um, but yeah. it's actually both are vital, both are essential, that he is the God-man. Yes. So without that, we don't have Christianity. Uh, First John talks about that would be one good example. Yep. I think Colossians talks about it as well. Yeah. Well, we've already talked about sola fide um, yeah, yep. and how Related. you're justified. And the, how do we receive uh, the work of Christ and have it applied to us, personalized by us? If we don't have that right, uh, we're not going to have Christianity based upon Galatians 1. Uh, we could talk about the truthfulness of the Bible. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. People who say, well, the, the Bible doesn't, it, it records errors, it records things that are wrong, yeah, um, yeah. or it's not uh, to be trusted. Well, we obviously don't have biblical Christianity if we don't have the Bible. Bible, right, exactly. So a real, uh, real-life practical example would be, uh, for our listeners, would be doctrine of God, and you're talking to, let's say, Mormons, um, and that maybe they'll agree that, salve- the, the, that Jesus lived and died and rose again. Yes. 
and they might say something about, you know, grace and faith. And you're like, oh, we're on the same page here. Right. Um, Don't forget the doctrine of God is wrong. Yes. They're not talking about God of the Bible. They're not. So he's not the one true eternal God who has always been God and always will be God. Uh, They're they're denying classic traditional biblical Christianity when it comes to the doctrine of God. Yeah. And if you don't have that— it's essentially meaningless if we're both saying salvation is of the Lord yeah, <laughs> because right. we're meaning a different Lord. Right, right. Yeah, exactly so. Yeah. Okay. So maybe to help our listeners here, how how can we determine what matters it is that fall in this category of first importance or primary importance? I'm going to say, does the Bible require it for salvation? It's mm. probably a good place to start. Yeah, I think so. So sure. in light of the 1 Corinthians 15 text, um, there's, we, there's no hope if you mm. if you don't have Jesus and if you don't have Jesus raised from the dead, that there's no hope. Yeah. And so if if you have to believe something or if you have to have something to be true in order to be saved, obviously that's that's a pretty good way to say that's a first importance. Yes. Yeah. So if we don't have God right and we or we don't have Christ right, then we can't have somebody be our mediator, the God man, um, as it would say in First Timothy. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. Is it First Timothy or Second Timothy? It first. First Timothy two five. It is okay. right. Yeah, <laughs> terrible memory. <laughs> uh, I also, if we're going to try to sort this out, what have, what have other Christians concluded about this? Hmm. Sure. So, uh, what 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 has happened throughout history? Do we have to have a church council and have to have you know major debates and arguments for you know ever and ever and ever yeah, over right. these yeah. important yeah. issues? Yeah. But we're talking about whether human beings are. Uh, dichotomy or trichotomy? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I think you you, you can have a difference of opinion, right. you can, yeah, uh, and and agree on on vital doctrines and sure. still be a part of the same denomination, right? Yeah. Same church, if you will. Yeah. So you mentioned dichotomy, trichotomy. How how important are these <laughs> other matters in scripture or doctrines that we can? understand. I think we'd better say they're important because they're in the Bible. Yeah, I think you're right. right? And I think we've already covered that. So how important are the other matters? They're all important. Yes. And so don't hear what we're not saying (laughs) again. So, but there are other things. Um, So we can have a disagreement on who should be baptized Hmm. on by what mode they should be baptized. Um, And so we're right, but we could have a disagreement. You didn't catch my lack of humor there. It wasn't Sorry. very funny. <laughs> so right, we can have a disagreement and still agree on the gospel. Yes. But it can be, it's still, a, it's a big disagreement. Yeah. Um, but we could still agree on the gospel and we could still agree on justification and imputation and all of those federal headship and have a big disagreement there. Yes. But I, I personally am, and, and that's significant. That's why you have different churches, different denominations. But then there are also other issues that are still important where people in the same church, the same denomination, same congregation, uh, same confession of faith can have disagreements yep. because they're probably not all on the same level of importance, even though they are all important. Yeah, for sure. So how can knowing these things, understanding this matter of the gospels of first importance, how can this help our listeners? Are you looking for the practical? I'm looking for the practical. Yeah. Help these Tactum verse listeners know that this matters, that they understand this matter of first importance. It helps us to prioritize, Uh right? There are a lot of important things. There are a lot of things calling for our attention and for our time. Uh, The Bible's a big book, lots of verses, lots of doctrines. Okay, what what is of first importance? Uh, How about starting there? Yeah. How how about making sure you prioritize what the Bible tells you to prioritize in effect? Yeah, right. And it's going to help you to avoid distraction. 
Um, there are other things to learn. There are other things that are important, but I don't want to be distracted by, uh, especially if I don't already own uh, an understanding and really understand with some significance, priority number one, yeah. uh, I don't want to be distracted by all of the other shiny objects right. and yep. pretty things and important things. Yes. Right? Yep. I think in a, on another practical level, it does help us with our alliances. It helps us with yeah, fellowship sure. yeah, and making absolutely. decisions, partnership. Uh, there are those that we simply cannot partnership with uh, in Christian endeavors and Christian ministry uh, because we're both not Christians. Yes. And yeah. so there's that, even though they might name the name of Christ yeah. because they don't affirm what's of first importance, primary doctrines. So it does help us to be able to say, no, we're going to have to pass on that uh, because we're not we don't have a basis for fellowship. Yeah, sure. So maybe before we wrap up here and give some resources to our listeners, uh, what happens when we fail to see the distinction? I think this is a big one. Okay, if, if we say everything's of first importance because it's all in the Bible, yeah. uh, what's going to happen is we're going to be, uh, the label would be like fundamentalists. Yep. Yep, so unless sure. you believe everything that I believe yeah. <laughs> about everything, then you're going to hell. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right? So. so it's that. So unless you agree with me on the timing of the rapture, yep. uh, then you're going to hell. Yeah. Wait a second, but I believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus, and I believe in salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, on account of Christ alone, for the glory of God alone, based upon the ultimate authority, inspired revelation of Scripture alone. Yeah, but you're going to hell because you're not mid-trib. Yeah, or, right, or, exactly. Or, yeah. or, or whatever, yeah. or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, uh, that that just does that. That's not helpful. No, it's not. Um, yeah. That's why I'm glad the Bible does specify uh, a first importance and things that you have to believe to go to heaven. Yeah, things you have to believe to to really be a Christian. And I understand the spirit of fundamentalism. Been there, done that. Got the card punched. Um, yep. They they kind of want to act that way. Yeah. And unless you're pre whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You, actually, you're like some kind of theological liberal or something. Sure, yeah. That that's ahistoric. That's not helpful. Right. Uh, that's that's a pretty novel take on things. So that's what's going to happen if you don't have the distinction. You're either going to be on the on the right hand extreme, right? Yeah. Uh, fundamentalism. Yep. Yep. Or you're going to be on the left hand extreme, theological liberalism, where you can believe anything about yeah. anything, and it doesn't matter and because okay. there are no vital doctrines. Right. Yeah. And so both of those would be. Um, Similar kinds of errors if we're not willing to say there are primary doctrines that have to be believed by all Christians, and then there are other important doctrines, and then, then there are, and then there are other important yeah, doctrines. Yep, yeah, right, exactly. Just different levels. Yeah, yep. Which brings us, which brings us to resources. Which several times throughout this episode, I have thought of this resource, but wanted to save it for the end here. But one resource we would recommend to our listeners is an article by Albert Moeller. And it's titled A Call for Theological Triage and Christian Maturity. And that article is super helpful in this kind of matter as he talks about different theological matters and issues being kind of put in order, right? He talks about a first order, second order, and third order or level doctrines. He does. Yeah. I think we've recommended that article several times. Several times, yeah. To several listeners. (laughs) (laughs) And you were thinking about it several times. So. I think it's my favorite thing that he's ever written. Yeah, I agree. Um, because it really is helpful thinking through the kinds of things we've been talking about. I've learned so much ab- uh, about this matter from that article. Yeah. It's easy to read. It doesn't take you very long. It's an easy one sitting. I just reread it today. Um, there are things you have to believe to be a Christian. Yeah. And there are other things that you have to believe to be 
a Baptist or a Presbyterian right, yes, right, regarding baptism. Stuff, yeah, and yeah. there are other things uh, that are also important, but there could be disagreement. There is likely disagreement even within your own local congregation, yes, the church yeah. where you're a member. Yeah. And it's sensible to be this way. Yes. It's historic to think this way. It's healthy to think this way. We recommend that article, and we'll link to it in the show notes. Yep. We want to thank you for listening to The Pactum. We're thankful for all of you in The Pactum Verse. You can find us online on Instagram, on Twitter. You can email us, connect at thepactum.org. We'll see you here next week on The Pactum. The Pactum.